This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be My friends, I'm making this video very simply because I'm tired of one certain group getting all the fruits of this incredible revolution of attention, distribution, and opportunity. I'm just fatigued in the fact that so many people 30 and under are grabbing all these amazing fruits of opportunity and you, my friend, the 48 to 64 year old, continue to just sit there and watch it pass by because you've already acted. You're in the tail end of your career. This is not something you grew up with. I am pleading, I am pleading through this video on Facebook to you, the person on the other side of it, to understand how young you are. Do you understand that you are most likely going to live for 50 years? Yes, I know you can get hit by a bus or struck with cancer, I get it. But a stunning amount of us are going to live for a very, very long time. And the fact of the matter is you have 20, 30, 40 more years to do. And the fact that you can use Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube, even though you didn't grow up with it, neither did I, to go out and talk about and create content around the things that you've always loved. If you're a lawyer and you love law, great. Make content around that. But if you're a lawyer and you love golf, start a golf podcast. Start making golf content on Instagram. This is the greatest land grab of opportunity for the singular person of all time and all the 48 to 62 year olds that are sitting right now and debating if this was an opportunity for them. No, it's for all the kids. I don't get it, you get it. You're just being lazy. Please make this video the call to action, the spark that starts the fire of your career for the next 40 years. Like any parent that's like listening right now is like, you're wrong about that, Gary. I'm like, cool, let's sit down and talk and let me spend one hour, tell me everything. Well, I'm like, well, you, you, don't, you don't feed your kids very well. And that might be somebody else's number one. I'm like, wait, you, you let your kids drink soda every day? That's somebody else's, you've gotta read well. That's somebody, like everyone, right? There's like 47 things that people think is the most, music. Mm, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> yes. Again, great, but I know a ton of parents who make their kids do music so that they have to be with an instructor so they can go do something. You, what do you yeah, I mean, look, look, I wanna have the real talk, right? Which is like, look, when people razz on you guys, they're wrong, right? They're wrong. When they're like, you're just a kid, millennial, blah, blah, they're wrong. But you're also wrong if you, and not just millennials, anybody, if you expect anything. Like nobody gives a fuck that you were the captain of your lacrosse team. The fuck does that have to do with anything? Like you're at zero. Like you're literally at zero. You're 22 years old and you're at zero, right? Like people tell me like, oh this, and like dude, that would mean every number one pick in every single draft went on to become the best player of all time. I'm like, cool, I'm very glad that you were the head of your sorority, Susan, and that you've got real leadership skills. Mazel tov. Now go fucking sell a couple things. Show me. So my advice for the kids, since you position it that way, is shut your fucking mouth and execute for 18 months and then stick it to everybody. That's what I did. I wanna remind all the kids, I didn't say a fucking word to the world for the first fucking 10 years of my life. Gotta do it first. Put my head down, I built a liquor store. Then I came out and said, I built this business. That's a lot more fun. I have no interest in what you're gonna do. Everybody's gonna do. Every person I've ever met told me they're gonna.
every time I get in front of parents, they get really upset with me because my move is to punch them directly in the mouth. Uh, parents are becoming their parents on an everyday basis. Uh, I would tell them that they're fearing technology and they're forcing their kids to spend less time on it, which is not preparing them for the actual world in the future. I would tell them that they talk about how much they hate technology and its impact on kids, but they should look themselves in the mirror because every time they don't want a parent or the kid's crying a little bit more than they like, they throw an iPad at them like it's a Chinese star. Um, I, I would tell them that they're full of shit and hypocrites and should never try to build their self-esteem through their kids' accomplishments. If your little Ricky's the best baseball player in the fourth grade team, that has nothing to do with you, um, except it has your DNA, but like, don't walk around like you're the best player on the fourth grade team. Um, so, you know, I, I, I would tell them that it's never been a better time to be a parent because all the social networking tools allow us to spy on our kids and know what they're doing at a level we've never seen before. I'm, you know, I used to think it was great that I lived in New York, that I wouldn't have to worry about drunk driving. Now no parent does because by the time their kids are of the age, Uber will be at scale. Um, I would tell them to stop playing defense and stop being scared and start playing offense and start being pumped. So we're working long hours, you're working long hours. How do you ever feel guilty that if you're not being, Never. you're not going to different nope. things, nope. you don't feel guilty? And what would you say to a parent that may be feeling guilty that they're not able to get to all the school plays? I would tell them. Not able to get I would to tell them who gives a shit of what Gary Vee thinks, and you do you. Yeah. You live your life. I'm just a little practical about this. I think it's more important to love your child unconditionally and support them than to be at every event. So a lot of parents go to every event but they're undermining their children's happiness and self-confidence because they themselves are insecure. So to me, it's just checking a box. So what, you're a big shot because you went to every Little League game, but meanwhile you're an alcoholic or you're insecure and you're trying to suppress your child or you tell them that they can't do or you make them over-practice baseball because it makes you feel good if they get a scholarship around baseball. So I'd much rather miss every other play and recital and ball game but make my kids emotional ninjas so either we're gonna talk about the truth or not. You're saying that you're gonna pay, wow, what a great dad I am. I'm sending Ricky to the best baseball camp this year and I'm working hard to pay for it. <laughs> you like bragging that little Ricky's a great fucking baseball player. It's selfish. I'm just not about that. Not with my audience, it's about them, and definitely obviously not with my kids. It is about them. And I'll get mine in the residuals. My mom is like walking around like a cha- like my mom and I talk every other morning, every morning, every, you know, sometimes I can go a week without talking to her, so it's not even like, you know, it's not like this cliche, I talk to my mom yeah. every day. We're talking, I'm talking to my mom right now. Like, we're like that, yeah, yeah. you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I talk to her every day, she just like, she just thinks it's the greatest. She's like, uh, like, she's like, all these mom, all these Russian moms are hitting me up. And like, <laughs> like, you know, like she's the, like, she's getting, like everything gets paid off properly. She is an all-time mom. And I was meant to be somebody who has an audience who then gets to tell everybody she was an all-time mom and that's a big deal. Well, well I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think people sometimes search to create an origin story. I think people fabricate their struggles because it's romantic. And I also think it's in the edges. I think you either are very much struggling but I think there's a lot of people who are very successful who have remarkable high school years. And I'm one of them. And I think I, there's a lot of people, I, as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about a lot of kids who, a lot of times in immigrant families, because when you have a tight family, that's really a big factor, 
who had great childhoods and are crushing it because they're blindly self-confident. I'm blindly self-confident. My mom brainwashed me into believing I'm the best. And I just believe, I, I, mean, I really believe it. Like I, I, in a world of Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and Mark Cuban and, and all these incredible entrepreneurs, in a world of that, and, and incredible executives like Sheryl Sandberg and Ariana Huffington, in a world of that, I am completely, utterly convinced as I sit here with you today that I will be the alpha winner of this generation. Because I won't make the most money, but I will, have make, but I will make the most money and impact most people. You can't, you can't win this thing without both. Yeah. I could be quite fluffy and amazing and make everybody, but if I didn't have the business success, well then they wouldn't look up to me that way. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna win. You know, you kind of like, you know, it's not like you let go of the steering wheel, but sometimes you just understand it. So but I don't beat myself up about it. Yeah, yeah. Because a parent's job yeah. is to put their, what is the binary line of being a parent? Put your kid in the best position to have a happy, healthy, successful life. So that is not showing up to every one of their events. So what are we talking about here? People are playing in the fucking bullshit. We're, we're trading on the bullshit. We're talking about commodity stuff. No kid's gonna need you if the parent was playing in the clouds. Parents are playing in the dirt, minutia. Mm. And it's all predicated about them listening. If you watch your child for seven years and you're obsessed about that, you know how many parents parent all three of their kids the same way? Do you know how crazy that is? Yeah, absolutely. So it's all about selfishness and insecurity at the parent level. So I'm not gonna concede to, to the current state of political correctness. It's not gonna be considered politically correct in three years. Parents. I get more emails about parents, from parents talking to me about their kids than ever. More messages, more reaching out, more than ever. So since I'm in the middle of my project, I might as well address it. Parents, please let them win on their terms, not yours. Your children, your children are not a direct indication of who you are. They're a byproduct, there's proxies, there's things. But so many of you are deploying your insecurities about yourself on your children because you genuinely care about what people around you are saying about them. Other families, other friends, other relatives talking about your kids, you value more to them. You value their POVs, excuse me, more and listening to your own children. And when I say listening, you have to be able to decode an eight-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 17-year-old, a 20-year-old. It's not necessarily the words when you actually get into an emotional or real conversation. It's their actions. It is your job as a leader of a business, of a family, to reverse engineer the players in the game and put them in the best position to succeed. And the thought that so many of you, thank you, and the thought that so many of you are parenting your children predicated on your short-term fulfillment of other people's opinions devastates the shit out of me. And one day will devastate you too. And probably devastates you right now. And so that line hit you directly in your fucking heart or your brain or your consciousness. Please do something about it. 
I may never make a video more important to me than this. I am a byproduct of the most incredible parents who disproportionately put me in a position to succeed because they were confident in who they were and did not allow other people to judge them and allowed me to live in happiness and be who I was. And I read a hundred messages a day from parents that know they're not. So please parents, please understand that your concern of being judged by artificial truths is positioning your children not to fulfill the happiness that you have to want for them. Your inability to understand how the landscape changes over the next 30 and 40 years is overprotecting your children from the victories that they deserve. It also creates an unbelievable weakness for them not to be able to deal. I am able to deal because my mother and father put me into a framework that allowed me to fail, and allowed me to be me, and I learned. I learned every day of my shortcomings and other people's opinions. A really easy way to not be bullied is to not hear them in the first place. Please don't let your insecurities be imposed and please don't hide them under the false statements that you're trying to do what's right for them. What's right for them is to give them freedom to be themselves as long as it is noble and fair. Do not judge their creativity or the angles they see that you do not see now because history has proven it's practical to understand you can't see it and they can. Please. Please. Why are a lot of rich kids spoiled and shitty and why are a lot of rich kids like you can't believe that they're super rich and have, it was the parenting. It was the framework, it was the experience, it was the environment. There's a million variables that go into it. Parents are beating themselves up. Like they're judging themselves. Mm.